Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, Sarah and I are going to talk about something new here at the Community Foundation that we're calling Diverse FLX Leadership, and we can't wait to tell you all about it. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we'll tell you what we're looking forward to. Hey, Randy. It's so nice to be recording in person. (laughs) This is starting to feel somewhat normal. Somewhat normal. Back to normal, I guess. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking a breather right now from, um, I've been kind of obsessed with podcasts about multi-level marketing (laughs) after watching the Uh, Lula Rich documentary. Thanks to you. So am I. Are you listening to the dream? uh, I am. Okay. I'm on season two finale. (laughs) It's so, so good. It's so good. So actually, as we were thinking about our podcast this this month, in my mind, I'm like, is there any way that we are an MLM? But we are not. <laughs> but I was really... Oh, thank God. I know. I was blow-drying my hair and having really weird thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Sounds it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad to be taking a break from that, except I'll be diving right back in the next chance I get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. But that's what Sarah and I have been talking about over lunch for the past right. several weeks. And it does kind of feel good that I'm taking a break from my true crime podcast, which is a whole like other mm-hmm. like crazy thing, but and I've been feeling t- like I'm getting in deep. I've been taking a break from politics podcasts <laughs> to listen to MLM podcasts. So uh, yeah, we'll get back in to case our case the world needed to our know. usual vices <laughs> will be right uh, back soon. Um, no, but today actually we want to talk to each other and all of you about something that we're really, really excited about here at the foundation. And the story starts in June 2020 when the world really woke up to what happened um, with the the murder of George Floyd Mm -hmm. and the world's response to that tragedy. And we, like many organizations, wanted to take a really hard look at our work around the issue of race and racial justice. So our concern was, you know, did we have racial bias in our grant making mm-hmm. that was invisible to us? And we needed to to look at the numbers and see what the numbers taught us. Right. So Sarah, can you just take a couple of uh, seconds here and just yeah. fill us in with what you found? Because you did that deep dive. Yeah. So um, we realized that, well, I think it's something we've always known, that the work that we do here affects so many people mm-hmm. in our community. We wanted to make sure that... Um, we were not singling any one group out yeah. by our work. Um, so we took a look at our grant making over a period of time to um, to just really get a baseline, to see who we were affecting, how many people were affecting um, in terms of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, looking at the types of grants we make, the types of programs um, that we're supporting, and the um, obviously the communities that those programs are impacting. Yeah. Um, and so one of the biggest things we found is that not so much that we're leaving any one particular group out or favoring one particular group over the other, it's that small or new organizations have a really difficult time um, or have a more challenging time receiving support from the foundation in the form of grant dollars. 
Right. We found that there was a bias toward establishment, yes. meaning an established organization with an established strategic plan, years of history. Yeah. Those groups had a much easier time receiving grant dollars in the way our process was set up. Right. right. That we had a lot of barriers that if you were a brand new idea or you had just come together, that lack of history became a a little bit of a ding through the mm-hmm. process and we never meant that to be the case right no we always thought we always had the best intentions mm-hmm. like um we wanted these new or very small organizations to provide evidence to us before right. we were we would be willing to put our neck on the on the line you know show us that you're doing good work um show us some outcomes and then come back to us um, and that's really not fair. Right, exactly. It's, like, it's a chicken and egg like issue. You need, you need funding to be able to right. show the evidence. So um, we changed some things up. Um, changed. We have a rubric that we use, You know, some tools in um, evaluating grant applications. Um, we did some training with our grant panelists to um, really even out the playing field for all, all types of organizations. And so that, that really helped us see that we can now be more... Uh, proactive mm-hmm. and and provide grant funding to brand new ideas, organizations, volunteers yeah. in a way that we didn't in the past, which then opens up the door to a much more diverse group of grant seekers right. so that they don't have to feel like if they weren't already in the work, so you know, don't bother. It, right, you know, right. wow, I'm I'm so glad we did that. Yeah, oh, me too, me too. <laughs> okay. I mean, not only did it like feed the geek and dork side of me, I mm-hmm. love research, um, but it was really valuable exercise. Yeah, um, really looking at our, looking at the house, the community foundation house inside, you know, the cracks and crevices, and making sure that we're we're solid in what we do. Yeah, and being honest. Yeah, yep. we had an unexpected. Uh, discovery in the numbers. And then we knew it was time to respond to that. Exactly. But out of that grew some other ideas. Mm -hmm. And again, since we realized that we wanted to have stronger ties to new organizations and emerging volunteers, we thought, well, how do we do that in a way that that makes sense as a community foundation, but also that not only do we increase those ties, you know, strengthen those bonds with the foundation, that we also work to strengthen those relationships out in the field. Right. Um, And so that was the very beginning of an idea that has grown into something that we are calling diverse XLF leadership, FLX. I said that wrong. My land. XLF. You just oh, went back. What That's am I okay. doing? <laughs> diverse FLX leadership. FLX stands for Finger Lakes. So maybe I should just say diverse Finger Lakes leadership. Right. But it's sort of a working title too. Yeah. Like it may be the title, but Yeah, we keep it may saying not. the thing we're currently calling because that's a little bit jargony <laughs> and we would love for it to have a little more of a poetic name. Yeah. We just haven't found it yet. Um but at its core, what this is, is our work to pull together a group of emerging leaders. And emerging is kind of loosely defined, mm-hmm. but essentially people that are coming up through the ranks of leadership in the community. And that can mean in the nonprofit sector. It can mean in small business, mm-hmm. in the corporate side, but people that are starting to really make their mark right. yep. in our area. Yeah. And we now have a group of over 20 people that have come together as this group. And boy, they represent all kinds of, of sectors. Oh, yeah. 
from, you know, you've got like our bread and butter, thinking the nonprofits, you know, direct service organizations, but in the arts, in healthcare, higher ed, higher ed, youth services. Um, But also we've tapped the finance sector. Mm -hmm. We have some entrepreneurs in there. Um, We have someone who owns their own business in, you know, heating and cooling. Um, and from throughout the region, too. Yeah. So not just Elmira or Corning, but, but from all over. all over the Finger Lakes. And with a real eye toward lots of different kinds of people. So when you look at this group of people, you see different races, different ages, although emerging does tend to skew a little bit younger. But we're not talking just all fresh out of college. Right. The range goes into the 40s. Um but we're also, you know, people that represent different ethnicities, some people that were born and raised here, other people who moved here, people who moved here from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming together with an eye toward one really important goal, and that's just making the Finger Lakes a really, truly wonderful place for people to live and for all kinds of people to live. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about how... Um this leadership group is different from some of the other leadership programs that we have, like the ones that the um, that the chambers put up, put together. Absolutely, yeah. So there is leadership Shemong, leadership Stuben, and those organizations or those those programs are great. Mm-hmm. And in fact, some people that are part of this have been through yeah. that. Um, our own Katie has been through and, it, and our own Katie, and we support those <laughs> yeah. uh, programs. This is a little bit less focused on meet the area or or get to know kind of the different sectors in the area. So those organizations do a great job of helping people meet, you know, the different programs that are out there and kind of how government works. Mm-hmm. The folks at this table in many ways already know all of that. Right. They're a bit more established in their careers. Um, and this is really trying to think about how diversity, how differences are a strength. Right. How coming together as someone who's, you know, maybe a younger black woman and building really strong relationships with someone who might be, uh, you know, looks different, comes from a different place. But but this is about building those personal relationships. So this is about creating a group of people that really know each other, hopefully like each other, <laughs> and most importantly, trust each other. Mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day, if you're someone who works, say, for a museum, and you have a great idea, but you think, wow, I would love to tap someone who works in senior housing. Mm-hmm. Wow, I have a friend who right. does that. Yeah. And they I know them from this group. And then you say to each other, if we put our two heads together and take our idea to the community foundation and get some support, we're going to go ahead and implement this thing. Yeah. That's what's different. It yeah. has an eye toward changing the community. So building this, getting to know each other, and we're going to talk about kind of our big focal point for 2022. Um, It's all, the idea is that by 2023, 24, 25, these relationships will start taking shape and really making change. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. Um, We just had our first well, we had our first get to know you yeah. sort of meeting. Yeah, like icebreakers and such. A couple months ago, it was in August. It was not really mandatory per se right. because August is a time of vacations. Um, we're kicking off like our first real meeting. Meeting is next week. That's right. why we're talking about it today. Yeah, but I just, I mean, the energy that was in while well, we were in the basement. Yeah, we're the in the ener- actual room we're in right now. <laughs> the energy um, and the kindness and the the openness and with a little bit of vulnerability was just so great. I'm just, I'm super excited to see 
where this is going to take the individuals that are part of the program, but also our region. Same. I really hope we're able to trace years to come, you know, trace back to that very room and say, that's where that started. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting together and having some meetings, but we're going to do something pretty fun. Um, This group, Getting to Know Each Other, is going to take a trip. And the reason we're taking a trip is uh, Sarah and I both can attest to how much of our careers, how many moments took place in cars or buses or trips to either Albany or DC or Mm -hmm. New York for meetings, conferences, sessions, trainings, all those informal times where you're traveling along and you're just chit-chatting with someone that you work with, but you don't see often and getting to know them as people. And you can't get out, really. You can't get out. That's right. A road trip. (laughs) You are a captive audience. So we thought once this group of people knows each other a little bit, let's force the issue, throw them in a bus, put them on the road. And take a trip. So this group in March is going to travel together. And we think that's where these relationships will get a lot stronger. So stay tuned. I don't want to spoil too much because um, we're going to be bringing you some other ways to learn about this. And we want to hear mostly from them. You know, there's only one. It's only so interesting to hear Sarah and myself just talk about (laughs) it. Um, We're going to be bringing you their voices. So this is a little bit of a teaser of things to come in 2022. Um, But yeah, there's we have a lot of fun ahead with this group. And I see the future of our area in these faces, and I could not be happier. Same. So, you know, it's funny. We're going to talk about what we're looking forward to, (laughs) but man, this conversation, I'm looking forward to like the next 20 years. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I feel the shift and I love it. Yep. It's like electric. (laughs) Okay. So with that, thank you for listening to us talk about our currently thing whatever flx leadership diverse FLX leadership uh we'll let you know when we have a better name um or not you know that might, <laughs> that be, might be it you might have a sweatshirt that says that in five years and you know you heard it here first um <laughs> in a really small font <laughs> made by a cricket <gasps> spoiler i know i got a cricket i'm gonna talk about that in a second i'm so excited so sarah what are you looking forward to uh, so i was i was thinking about this this morning and um you know, we've been on this really rocky, bumpy road of starts and stops as far as like being able to go places and being able to gather with large groups. Um, I feel as though we've stalled a little bit. Um, people are um, trying to stay safe yeah. um, and trying to encourage everybody to get vaccinated if they haven't already. If you haven't um, yet, so available. So available. Head to any pharmacy. Yeah. There's still at CCC, free, And easy. then get your flu shot. Get your flu that's shot. that's also really easy and free. Super free, super <laughs> easy. Because we all really want to um, be able to enjoy some normalcy again. Yeah. Um, but then, so I was also watching the news this morning about all of the big cargo ships. Yes. Like stuck in the ocean, just kind of like waiting because there's not enough people or trucks or um, warehouses available for all the stuff people are you know, ordering or even furniture stores need for stock and things like that. Huge so. shortage of people that are licensed to drive those big trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the CDL license and yep. we have bus driver shortages, all of this sort of thing. So then, um, you know, they're they're really encouraging people to start shopping early if you're if you're Christmas shopping or holiday shopping, whatever it looks like for you. Um, so then I was like, well, that even makes shopping local even more important. Absolutely, um, because 
we have stuff. We do. <laughs> we have plenty of stores that we can go into and, and buy some really, really lovely items. Precisely. We make things here. Yeah. So you can buy uh, art that's locally made, yep. crafts that are locally made. There are beautiful textiles here. Of course, glass. Yeah. You yeah. Know, can't help but think of glass right. if you think of this region. Um, but I think about all the honeys that's, and jams. Yeah, she's going to say honey. Yeah. 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 Tis the season for all of those homemade things. So um, I know I personally am going to start thinking about that more. Um Maybe won't work so much for a thirteen-year-old boy, but <laughs> but everybody else on my list yes. might get um, you know made in the Finger Lakes items. So I am thinking similarly, um, but I'm also thinking, <laughs> what can I make for people for the holiday season? Because I have a cricket. <laughs> I have a cricket. Um, Christmas so came early for Randy for her sure birthday. It sure did. I got a cricket for my birthday. So <laughs> anyone listening, if you have t- cricket tips, send them my way. RLH <laughs> at communityfund.org. Um, today at 4 o'clock, I'm actually taking a cricket Zoom class. Um, and I'm thinking how much fun it will be throughout this holiday season to make things. Yeah. So yep. I'm with you, Sarah. I want to give local local gifts. Um, I want to make things. And the reason we're bringing this up is that takes planning. Mm -hmm. It is different than sitting at your computer or actually just browsing on your phone, maybe while you're watching like TV at night and just placing orders. Um, It means thinking ahead, making a list, getting out there. And so as, you know, October starts, I know that it's spooky season and we don't want to rush the holidays. Right. I hear that people like to keep them very separate. I don't understand that. I feel like there's joy in all of it and we can just have, we can multitask. Yes. But, but I don't want to overstep. I want Halloween to have its moment. But maybe while you're enjoying your Halloween, you could just be jotting down some ideas so that you don't find yourself in a pickle later. So it's a time to be thinking ahead um, for the holiday season. And so that's what we're looking forward to is our local shopping and making things. Yes. Think I think it's an opportunity to really think about the people that you gift to, yeah, um, and then matching that with something can't you know locally made. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have somebody in your life that loves um, I don't know soaps, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have a lot of people who make all natural soaps and things like that. So um, it could be really fun. I think so. So I'm looking forward to it, and um, maybe we'll check in on Facebook and see if anyone has some ideas about great local shopping, and we'll be looking for those tips. So thank you for listening all the way until the end. Until next time, this has been the Good Works Podcast. (music) 